Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. To this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's full forward It's me every time. The the little <laughs> shoulder shimmy every time. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. I'm Matt. This is Sal. We're the Club guys. Oh, almost said, almost said scoreboard addicts, but no, 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 no. That's the other jabronis. Us, we're the <laughs> wrestling addicts. <laughs> That's right. Uh, was the um. When the intro was playing, was it like doing a little skipping for you or no. did it play clear? No, no, it played clear for me. Uh, looks like we might have the uh, podcast special to where I work from home all day with no internet issues. And then mm-hmm. we start our show and all of a sudden, you know, I'm being Toledo's. kicked out. And yeah, listen, hopefully, um, hopefully we have no technical issues today. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for the show. You know, we we haven't really been consistent with it due to holidays and work schedules. So we had a show last week, which mm-hmm. has just uploaded to all major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, uh, you know, <laughs> the other ones. And um all of them, just every yeah, all of them. where you get podcasts, we're there. Well, yeah, we're, we're, where there's a podcast, there's a wrestling addict. So make right. sure that you're checking us out. And um, <clears throat> it's been quiet. I feel, you know, with nothing really like major happening in the past week. So, where would you like to start off? I, I think we have to start off with the punk stuff. Oh, um, and it's his birthday, right? Ah, uh, yes. Happy birthday, Phil. I think it's what is it, his 44th birthday, I think they said. 44, so happy, 64, happy birthday, yeah. same thing. Happy birthday him. to 
Mr. Phil Brooks, but um, yeah, and you know what? Yeah. I, you know what I should do? I should go pour myself a drink for uh, for <laughs> Mr. CM Punk. Being Have a that, nice shot for him. Yeah, being that he's unable to take shots. Wait, I'm sorry. You're right. He can't take shots, but he gives them all the time, and yeah. then you know it's all over the internet the rumors about a possible buyout and what are your thoughts on, on this situation? Um, you know, I, I think you have to, especially with this rumor that, uh, what's holding this buyout buyout, um, up is the non-compete clause in the contract. And, that's that's interesting. Why is a non-compete um, holding a buyout? You know, what's holding? Why is that holding it up? Well, um, he could jump to WWE, and I, you know, there's rumors out there that Triple H is interested. He's saying, you know, whatever it makes compelling television, and you know say what you want about CM Punk but he is compelling television I mean he goes out there and he's you know most of the time he's the most interesting person on the television screen and especially for AEW he was I you know I looked forward to his segments on AEW and that's a big loss for them I know some people some people are disagreeing with that but backstage he's no big loss you know by you know then nobody's missing him backstage but on screen business wise viewership wise merchandise wise that's a big loss if they lose him that's that's a tough one to lose i think what made him <clears throat> cm punk so interesting for you when it came to AEW? You know, he was just very real. You know, you see a lot of today scripted promos. You know, it's very stagey. He just kind of went out there and said, hey, you know, he spoke his mind. You could tell his promos were genuine. And I mean... It's, he has one of the greatest rivalries in the history of AEW with MJF. I mean, that rivalry is nothing topping it over there. I mean, that's for me, that's top. That's the top rivalry ever in AEW. So, I, I you know, I would argue that he is compelling television. And I mean, he's not too compelling behind the scenes. And I would agree with that. But. He did a he did a lot of good business for AEW. Do you think being that AEW has a little more freedom to oh, do yeah. and say what they want? Mm-hmm. That's what made Punk a little more compelling. Yes, I think the, the creative freedom over there helped. I, you know, Tony is at the end of the day. Tony is the final say. But let's be honest with each other. He's not going to tell CM Punk to do something if he doesn't want to do it. So, obviously. 
And I so, think that's the problem, <laughs> well, which is why we're in this situation with him. So it's a it's a problem with Chris Jericho over there. It's a problem with Moxley. It's yeah, it it becomes a problem. Punk, I'll say this: there's I know a lot of people do not want it to happen, but if he goes back to WWE. It's there's a lot of money left on the table for him. There's some money to be made. You know, imagine a CM Punk bloodline feud. That would be, I, you know, other than bringing the rock in, there's no bigger match for Roman Reigns. I agree. You know, um, it's just, I feel like he's so toxic. Oh, he's toxic. The toxicity, good word, outweighs the benefits that he could bring in. Here's how you prevent that. You give him a Brock Lesnar deal. We don't need to see CM Punk on television every week. We the, The locker room doesn't need him there every week. You think people like Brock Lesnar? You think everybody in that locker room right now is you know best friends with brock no they're, they're i'm sure 90 percent of them don't even like him but it doesn't matter because he's not there anymore i mean he's not there anymore on a full-time yeah basis part-time they could deal with it he's he comes in does what he has to do does it well and leaves and i think that if you present a contract like that to cm punk i don't see a problem with it I agree with that because, you know, and it's, it's like that, uh, that meme from Batman. Uh, if you live long enough, I'm butchering it, but like you go from like the villain to like uh, the hero to the villain. And I feel like with, with punk, every thing that he said years ago, during you know the summer of punk after the pipe bomb is he's turning into that and it would listen it would be interesting to see him back in wwe if if it doesn't happen i could care less you know but like oh i don't yeah i don't (laughs) care one way or another if it happens or it doesn't but if it does happen that's you got a lot of things you could do with punk i mean he is still a drawing card you know yeah, he's a pain in the ass to deal with behind the scenes, but uh, you know he got he gave AEW the first million dollar gate. You know he he was one of the main reasons why they were over a million viewers for a little while. You know, yeah, he had some of the highest rated segments on television for them. He sold the most merch. I mean, I think. I think if he does come back to WWE, all that would happen minus it like really be compelling TV because like he won't be able to say shit. He won't be able to like be as free with his promos. I mean, I don't I don't think he would have like word for word scripted promos like because it seems like a lot of people, you know, a lot of the wrestlers in WWE now don't have those. So, you know. Listen, his merch will always sell. He has cool mm-hmm. shirts. He has a cool logo. Mm-hmm. You know, him feuding with Roman, him feuding nope. with the Bloodline. 
Imagine you know, the promos with him and Heyman. Yeah. Oh, oh him coming back. Yeah. You know, the original. I mean, even though Brock was with him, you know, too, Punk is like the prototypical Paul Heyman guy. You know, if, oh, if, 100%. If, if Punk was around during the Attitude Era, he would have been ECW champion, feuding yep. with RVD. Like, it would have mm-hmm. been, like, that would have been, like, his, his guy. So, you know, for Punk, if he does come back, Bloodline, you know, Sammy, Jimmy and Jay, mm. Solo. There's, oh. like, all those matches right there. And then the main perfect. dog, Roman. It's just that I don't, you know, it, we really didn't get a chance to see. Um Cody, we only got three yeah. months. Yeah. So, you know, it seems so far, presentation-wise, you know, theme music, you know, nickname, pyros, all that stuff is carrying over from AEW to WWE for Cody. Right. Would that happen? I mean, you know, Punk, everything that Punk does, he's he did first in WWE. The right. music, like the attitude, which is why he's so over because of that. So I think that, you know, outside of the freedom to like curse or like speak your mind with like the shirts even, that you would wear. I don't even think the cursing, like he didn't really curse that much in AEW, like a few times. Like, I mean, you know, I, I think his promos. Listen, if they're going to negotiate a deal, him and WWE, he's going to ask for some demands. Like, (laughs) this isn't just like, okay, like, yeah, I'll just come back. He's going to ask for certain things. He's going to ask for a lot of creative freedom, I would think. Uh, He's going to ask for a ton of money because he's not doing this for free, especially with this buyout. This buyout is going to be a lot of money. Tony's going to give him a lot of money just to buy him out of this contract. So... He might just sit home for a while. And he has an injury, so he has to. So here's my question. All right. uh, So they want to buy Punk out, AEW, because they don't want him in the company, the same company as the Elite. So to me, it looks like they're choosing the Elite over CM Punk. which Which is the right decision, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I agree. I, you know, part of me wishes, you know, Tony would just make money off this, you know, just tell him, you know what, guys, like, enough of this. Like, let's, let's, you know, create some money out of this. Let's make a, uh, let's get a big buy rate for the pay-per-view. That's what I would do. You know, the old, the old Vince McMahon that I knew, that's what he would have done. But. They're Tony leaving money just, on the table. They're leaving yeah, money on the leaving. table. That's it. You know, you got to leaving money on the table. I, it's crazy to me because it's like, again, like, I don't know the details of the contract, but Tony Khan's the boss. All you have to do is be like, is this is what we're doing. If you don't like it, <laughs> you're suspect. I mean, he signs the paychecks, you know, <laughs> like it's, I don't, I don't, I don't get how, and this is even just with everyday life, you know, I have a situation in my job to where, 
you know, someone I work with, she oversees a group of people, and two of these people don't want it to conform to the rules like everybody else. They want to make things more difficult, you know, be a little bit more of a headache. So it's like, she's like, oh, that's just how they are. I'm like, no, do something about it. You're the boss. Step in. The same thing with punk. It's the same thing with punk. Like, stop being a fan and control your company. Take, Take it and run with it. This is money left on the table. If Matt Hardy and Edge could make a program out of, you know, who's banging Lita, to me, that's more personal than, you know, what Punk said. Listen, three wrestlers shouldn't be EVPs. They probably couldn't manage a fucking target. Who knows? But Who knows? But my big question is, if you're a WWE, if you're a Triple H, what do you try to do? Do you try to bring in a 44, injury, tired, bitter CM Punk? Or do you gamble on the fact that maybe, maybe Omega and the Bucks want to jump over? Uh, now this Punk seems to be on his way out, I don't see that happening. If Punk stayed, if Tony said, you know what, I'm keeping, I'm keeping the Elite and Punk, and you have a then that's when Triple H sits there and just waits for the elite to come towards him. But now that it looks like Punk's on his way out and the elite are staying, I don't know if you wait for the elite. I before I would have said, Yeah, you wait for the elite. Be, I'd like to see them in WWE, I like to see how that would work, but I. I think if you're a good businessman, and I think Triple H is, I think you have to talk to Punk. If he and if he doesn't want to talk, then okay, say goodbye. You know, all right. You know, you could sit home and just be miserable. But if Punk does want to talk, and Triple H is a good businessman, they'll they'll do it. I could see it happening because look at all the relationships within legends from WWE that Triple H repaired the that relationship with and the company. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that over again. Look at all the relationships that Triple H repaired to where, you know, legends left on bad terms with Vince. Bruno. That was bitterness for decades. I never, Triple H I fixed never it. thought I would see Bruno in the Hall of Fame and shaking Vince's head. When that happened, I was like, okay, anybody will come back now. That's yeah. what I thought. That was like the first guy, too. Like, he kind of started that. It was like, okay, if he can come back, then why Why shouldn't I go back? You know, why can't I make amends? So the Bruno one was really interesting. And I'm happy I got to see at least see him in person at – WrestleMania 29, that was cool. Nice. And then then Ultimate Warrior. I think Ultimate Warrior is... I think I'm more surprised about Ultimate Warrior being recognized by the company again rather than Bruno. I'm surprised by both of them, but... They had a DVD. Yeah. (laughs) 
the self-destruction of the ultimate warrior fantastic dvd but like who else has a dvd like that they didn't even make that for wcw and it's like wow it it was like personal you know I mean, I don't. Scott know. Steiner. Steiner, yes. What? That's a big one. The things he said about Triple H, the things he said about Stephanie. Yeah. When I saw him and Triple H shake hands, I was, I felt like I was just, it was like a nightmare or something. It just didn't feel right. I was like, oh my God. Like, when I saw that, I said, seem right like they have to be like once the camera goes off they have to be going at each other like there's no way he's triple h is good at his job so he's very good at his job i don't see anyone off the table if code this no if cody rhodes (laughs) exactly (laughs) could come back as the american nightmare cody rhodes with all the bells and whistles that got him over as soon as he left WWE, if he could come back with all of that, anything is possible. Anything. Yeah, it does, the feather and the cap for WWE, if they got seen, that'd be like if Tony Khan would, would might cry himself to sleep if he saw CM Punk walk back into WWE. Tony Khan might just cry. I swear he might. Where's the Royal Rumble? I think Texas, San Antonio. I think so. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what, what was it two months ago, a month ago when he when he got hurt. When was all out? Uh, maybe like about two months. Two months. So he probably got surgery already. To oh no, he did. Yeah. So. Two months ago, it's now October. There's November. There's December. Royal Rumbles at the end of the end of the month in January. And listen, I'm not. I mean, it's just almost. It's like almost perfect to like how it's like lining up for all these injured guys and gals. And you know, the Royal Rumble is like three months away. So yeah. Anything, anything could happen. I'm not. I feel like you know what though. You know what you need with Punk, if he does come to WWE and I'm Triple H. There's a one strike, one strike rule. If you do anything unbecoming of an employee or independent contractor to where you make the company look bad and have an outburst like that, you're toast. You get no buyout. You get nothing. But it obviously has to be justifiable. You know, you can't just make anything up just to get rid of him. It has to be something to that extent because it's just too – he's too much of a liability. Under WWE management, I think – I think he'd be a little toned down backstage just a bit. I don't think we're going to be hearing if, if he goes back there. I don't think we're going to be hearing of him getting in a brawl backstage because number one, I don't think Triple H allows that. <laughs> I yeah, that's true. I don't think Triple H is going to allow that to happen, or Stephanie, or Nick Khan. I mean, these are, you know, we, the other side. We're talking about Tony Khan. Nick Khan, 
he he's a big deal over there in WWE. Stephanie McMahon's not gonna allow that either. I I see a more toned down CM Punk backstage in WWE, especially if he's part time. If he's part time, like I said, have him do what Brock does. Come in, do what you gotta do, do it well, which he always does, and yeah. leave. That's it, Brock, Brock. It's not like Brock's sitting backstage after his segment. He's going. He's going on the private jet, yeah. going home. You know, I, I, please. So, I can see them doing that with CM Punk. Just why not? <laughs> I mean, I, I could see Punk being like, "You want me back? I want my wife in the Hall of Fame." I know. I know. I, he doesn't care. It's not about that. It's about the recognition and. If you think about it, AJ Lee was the uh, pioneer for the women's uh, revolution. And And she couldn't even be there for it. She's always talked about WWE. Like, in all the interviews I've seen of her do, she's talked positively about WWE and her experience there and Vince even. So I think when it comes to Punk and her, I think they have two different experiences because everything that I've heard her do and talk about WWE, it's always been positive. Even Vince, like she, I've heard, I saw an interview with her where she even talked pretty positively about Vince. So obviously they're married, and I'm sure she doesn't appreciate how they um, they treated Punk. But I, you know, I think Punk's a good businessman. Triple H is a good businessman. I think something gets worked out. It'll be you know the most. It'll probably be the most complicated contract in the history of wrestling. But <laughs> I think it. I think something might get worked out if this buyout even happens at this point. You know what? I don't know if it's because we're talking about it, but Punk versus AJ Styles, Punk versus Balor, Punk versus Seth freaking Rollins. Yep. Punk, Punk versus, versus Roman. Oh, Punk versus Cody. And you know what? Make it about AEW. You know? Like, Cody, if they're they into a feud, Cody would be like, fancy seeing you here. Like, boom, that's perfect. I, they, they could have a lot to talk about. <laughs> they could have a lot to discuss because not for nothing, but CM Punk, when CM Punk was there and Cody was there, at the same time, they never even came close to crossing paths. I don't know if that was on purpose. I don't know if I don't know is there a history there? Or did somebody not want to work with each other? I don't know. Probably not. But I would be that'd be pretty good. I'd like to see that. I wish we could see Punk and Triple H, but I know I don't, that's not going to happen. I mean, I'm sure they're oh. going to have their moments. I, I'm sure they'll have moments on TV where, you know, they're cutting promos back and forth. But look at us. We're we're booking this, and it might not even happen. I know. But you know what? Fantasy booking is the best. Fantasy booking. Fantasy booking is the best. You know, it's great. You can have Triple H in in Chicago, no less, Hmm. being like, welcome to Monday night, Static Hits. And then yeah. Punk's music, the place where they rocked. Place where they oh, rocked. my God. It would go 
it would it, it, it might get a bigger pop than he got when he came in the doors for AEW. Here's the problem about Punk. Um, nobody wanted him in AEW. Right. Everybody wanted to see him come, come back to WWE. That was the story. Yeah. He had a he had a bad you know. He left on bad terms. Everybody wanted to see him back there. When he went to AEW, it was kind of like, okay, we're happy to see you, but it's not the same. It's not the same, and there's no story. Like you know, they made stories. You know, he had. Like I said, the best feud ever with MJF and AEW. That was the best feud AEW's ever had. He had a good feud with Eddie Kingston. I mean, but, you know, Adam Page, the one with Adam Page was like, eh, you know, that's, that's how we're here now. But uh, Yeah, right. That's what started everything. I think Punk is realizing that, you know, this shit's just dysfunctional everywhere. You know, it's not... It's not just WWE. And, you know, if I'm punk, like, it's hard because if he goes back, does he look like a hypocrite for for everything? Or is it different now because there's a new new regime running the show? Because look at the OC. They were very critical when they were released. Carl Anderson literally tweeted it out. Yeah, he was like, fuck Paul Heyman, fuck Vince McMahon, this and that, you know, and, you know, Vince has been gone for three months now, July 22nd, I checked it this today, Triple uh, Triple H has been running the show for three months. And... Yeah, he, he's got his problems with Triple H too, though, I mean, uh, this is where it comes down to if you're good businessmen. For your good businessman, you, you'll forget all about the bad blood. And but if you're going to bring up the past, then where are we going to go from here? You know, what, <laughs> how's that going to affect the contract that he's trying to get? So it's very interesting. It'll be very. It's going to be a very interesting. We're not officially on it, but. Uh, the road to WrestleMania is going to be might be a little hectic to come more rumble time. I mean, if you think about it, the road to WrestleMania starts right after Survivor Series because that's the last yeah. pay-per-view until the rumble. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know people say, you know, the road to WrestleMania begins after the rumble, but it, it's usually end of the year beginning of January yeah. when you kind of have an idea of like how many is going to shape True. up and you know there's just so many so many questions up in the and air and I love it and I love listen I love it too I don't want to know I want to be surprised I don't you know I don't want to see on Twitter or see all over Facebook oh you know rumored this rumored that I, I, why why i know like what we do is what we do is not like that you know we're not like dirt sheet guys like we're fantasy booking cm punk coming back and it might not even happen but like that's the best part about about wrestling because you know you can you can do that and it's like it's fun and you know it's a lot's going on and who knows you know 
when Cody's coming back, when Becky's coming back, if Rock is coming back. There's a lot of questions. And, you know, for so many years, you knew exactly what was going to happen. You knew what the main event of WrestleMania was going to be. You knew who was going to win it. You knew who was getting that monster push. It hasn't been like that. You know, it, it, even the Royal Rumble, you knew who was going to win. You're like, all right, he's going to win. Like, <laughs> let's just, just expect it at that point. This year, we have no clue. I don't know. I, my guess is Cody wins it. I think that's what the two nights of WrestleMania really, really does now for the Rumble mm-hmm. because it's not, the Rumble's not like it used to be to where, you're either pushing the next guy or your fantasy book in your own main event via the Royal Rumble. So like Brock winning it last year, you didn't think that was happening until you heard his music hit, you know, and that, that Royal Rumble, Rumble that, that Royal Rumble that was Rumble, really absolutely terrible. But uh. before, before we jump into that, you know, we talked about CM Punk, for almost a half hour and this was the most civil I've been about it <laughs> because you know listen back to previous episodes you know how I feel about punk yeah but what I want to know is for those listening out there what do you want to see happen with CM Punk I did put up a poll the other day when I heard about you know the buyout potentially happening and I asked you know, what should AEW a blah 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 blah? Sorry, what should AEW do with CM Punk? Should they keep him or should they dump him? I don't know the exact percentage, but it was more 60 40 that AEW should keep him. Now, I'm curious to see wow. if people would like to see him back in WWE. So, for those listening out there, Tweet us and tell us what you think about CM Punk potentially making a return to WWE. And you know what? Um, yeah, let us know how you feel. And hopefully, you know, hopefully it happens because now now I'm kind of like hyping myself up and I kind of want to see it. So I'll put a poll up too on our Twitter page and just to, you know, gauge what the Twitter universe thinks. So yeah, that's interesting to see. You know, after this Will's... week's draw, I'd like to see him. <laughs> so the real question is, will CM Punk come back to the WWE? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I know what my answer is, but I know there's a lot of, I've, working for Wrestling Inc., I see a lot of, I've been seeing a lot of pushback from fans online about possibly him coming back. Also, I mean, I've seen some people say, yeah, bring him back, but 
a majority of people right now, it looks like, don't want him back in WWE. And I, I really, I understand it, but, you know, I, he's not come. He wouldn't go back as a full time guy. If you bring him back as a part time guy, it all should work out. You gotta do it the right way. And by the way, Tony Khan isn't in charge in WWE. <laughs> it's a whole new management. It's a, a whole new leadership over there. And trust me when I tell you they don't. <laughs> they don't lead like Tony Khan leads. And that's a good thing. So maybe yeah, that's so very why. Good thing. Maybe that's why. Who knows? You know, maybe in twenty twenty four we'll get a better, more uh, long lived MJFC on Punk feud, but in mm. WWE. <laughs> God, that would be oh the money they could do with that in WWE. That'd be unbelievable. I mean, you put CM Punk and MJF on Raw. Oh, <laughs> tell you what, it makes that show better. Oh, not that it absolutely. hasn't been, not that it hasn't been better since Triple H has, you know, been in charge. But this week's Raw was. Oh, you talk, talk about, about mid. It. You talk about mid. Yeah, it was mid. All right. Um, I don't know if you watched much of it. Uh Monday was that the day that the Yankees got swept by the Astros? Mm. Yes. Um, was it that think, day? Was it on Monday? Or was it Sunday? Maybe it's Sunday. I don't remember. I, I, I the Yankees are out of my mind right now after that weak I don't, performance. That was yeah. I think that's what I was doing. I think I was flipping between I was trying to give the Yankees the support that they needed and then <laughs> they needed a lot of they needed life support. They did. Apparently Raw did too. I yeah. So I didn't. I was like back and forth on it. Um, I caught maybe the JBL uh, Baron Corbin lead into the Gargano match. I was like half on melatonin at night. I was trying to go to sleep. I had a you needed early it with morning. that show. <laughs> I had an early morning on Tuesday, and then you know I'm watching. I'm watching it, and I'm seeing Bailey and Bianca is the main event. Non-title, oh. man, and they got a lot of time. I know I'm jumping to the time. main event, but this is what probably one of the only things that I saw. Um, I was, I was like, there's so much time, and like, are they catching up on commercial breaks? I'm like, what are they? they what had are they few. doing? They had, I, they had like three. I thought. I don't know why, because I read it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, that could happen. I thought, because we haven't seen Asuka, we haven't seen Alexa, we haven't seen Candice. I'm like, I'm like, yo, my girl Bianca needs some B-E-S-T friends to come help her. So I'm like, who's better than Sasha and Naomi? I fell for it. I was like, damn I, I I'm like, damn I, yeah. you, Twitter. I didn't think they were coming back just because I don't think if they're going to come back, they're going to come back on a major show. Like, I don't think we see them till maybe survivor series. I could see the, and maybe after the women's um, war games, I could see them coming out or making an impact in that. But 
the Bianca and Bailey match, it was a good match, but it just went on forever. It wasn't a title match. If you're going to have the main event, let it be a title match. Why is it not a title match? And then... Because Bailey got the dub. That why. That's why. I, I guess so, but... And then they just, and then here comes Nikki Cross, which thank God, thank God she's not a superhero anymore. I couldn't stand to watch that anymore. Honestly, I'm, I agree with you. I've been tweeting that for months, months. I'm like, get yeah. this girl out of this Halloween bullshit. I like how it was a week before Halloween and she ditched the costume. That yeah. needs to be her promo on Raw. She goes, it may be Halloween, but dressed up is over. And the only mm. thing I want to dress up with is the Raw Women's Championship. Boom. That's the promo. Mm. She realizes, holy shit, I got to be taken more seriously. And I dig it because I feel like everything is stagnant on, on Raw with the women's division. We talked about this with Damage Control. Becky back. I thought at first that Nikki was joining Damage Control. Then I, I was like, oh, wait, no. I'm like, she took out fucking, she took out Dakota and EO. The way they did that return was, number one, I, before we even say this, the crowd was horrible. Terrible. Oh my God. That was one of the worst WWE crowds of the year. They, they, the show was mid to begin with, but they made it feel like it was even worse than that. It, it just, sometimes a crowd, a good crowd can save a mid show. Yes. Like, it, it can. Like, I've seen some shows where, like, it wasn't all that great, but the crowd got me invested. It got me into it. You know, they were into it, so I was into it. The crowd could have cared less about Nikki Cross. <laughs> she came out there. I mean, she got some booze, but first, they didn't even, I didn't even know who it was. Me either. Even commentary was like, who's that? Like, who just came out and did that? And I was like, who the hell? And, and then at the end, they suddenly it was either you could see it was Nikki. But I don't know if that was the right way to bring her back. I don't know. It just, the crowd stunk. You, the way they went about it, it just didn't feel right. Um,. I don't know. It just, I'm happy she's back to being Nikki Cross, but that's how you end the episode of Raw? I know. I don't know. It, like, it uh, really didn't make more sense. No. I it just was like, I was expecting Charlotte Flair. That's who I thought it was. Good. I was I was waiting for her. I was like, oh, it's because Charlotte's going to come out. She's going to come back. But when I saw Nikki, I was like, okay, well, that's different, but that's how you ended the show. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have ended it like that. For for me, I would have ended the show with, um, the Judgment Day and the OC stuff. That was the best part of the show, and the the crowd was into it too. The first half hour of Raw. Well, yeah, I was, was just fantastic. looking that up. It was. It was really. It was good. fantastic. It, it this the segment. The promo segment between them was great. Judgment Day is getting a lot of heel heat from the crowd. And then you have a great match with Finn Balor and Carl Anderson. Um, even Rhea. Rhea, Rhea uh, slammed Luke Gallows on the outside, which was great. 
that the crowd was on fire for it, and then after that, the show took a dive. After that, it re- it really did, and um, I wanted to talk about that, the Judgment Day and the OC. I'm on board with this version of Dominic Mysterio. Give me more. Listen. He's still coming into his own, you know, on the mic. You know, I mean, it's I'm built different, not I'm built differently, but it's cool. Right. It's cool. It's cool, Dom. I figured, you know, you would know this. You're a young kid, you know, so I figured you would be up on your pop culture, but you're not. But I just I love where this is going with him in the group, with Rhea. Like just like the the small comments, like how like they're banging or whatever, and how that's like <laughs> how she's like manipulating him in a way, and I think it's just such a good story because he has the look, kinda. He just needs my dude needs to hit the gym. I'm sorry, I'm not body shaming the guy, but you know you, you need to put on a little muscle because you're not. You're not a luchador. You're way too tall. And I just feel like, you know, look the part in a way. Like, commit to the role. You know, when when you're an actor, you know, like The Rock playing Black Adam. Do you think he stopped working out? He worked out even more, you know? Or like Colin Farrell playing the Penguin in, in The Batman. He had to look like a fat slob to get to that point of the character that's what dominic needs to do just you know put on a, a, li- a little muscle and because like when he does the three amigos it's terrible it's, it's needs, the other person doing it yeah he i'd say this he's a lot more interesting now that he's away from ray 100 percent. 100 percent. his promos the crowd is it, anytime he speaks, he, he's getting like nuclear heat here. But I love it. His promos, I just I listen to them and I just can't believe them. Like it's not believable. His in ring work is mid. Ha! I use <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> it's, it's mid. It's very mid. He could use time in NXT, but with the story that they're telling, it really doesn't matter. To me, how good he does in the ring, how good he does on promos, because the story means more right now. And, you know, I'll excuse his promo skills and some of his wrestling skills for the good story that they're telling. I'll put it that way. Because they are telling a good story. It is intriguing. He's more interesting. And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. I agree. What yeah, um, I, him being AJ Styles a few, <laughs> two weeks ago, I don't know if I would have done that. But and and hey, dude, he that, needs to get some wins. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, did you see that schoolboy? Yeah, it's bro, not, it's bro, you not you could have, you could have went, <laughs> yeah, and and he and he would have tipped over, you know, a little a little a little blow, and you know, Dominic's flying. Fly into the ropes. Like it was just so I want I want believable. At least when Rey Mysterio 
was like beating, you know, Kane, Batista, and all these. At least he's jacked, you know, and doing it. Like, he, he has some he's not mess. His father. He's not his father because. Try. Rey Mysterio is such a. He's so such a rare talent because he's a smaller guy, but he has that underdog in him. You know, like you think got, back to WrestleMania 22 when he's got he, the dog in him. He's got the dog in him, and you think back to when he won the world title and the Royal Rumble, and it didn't need to be, you know, somebody like a Brock Lesnar. It, you, you know, it made sense because it's Ray, and he did. He it can only get over happened that way. It only happened. That whole thing only happened because because Eddie because Eddie died. Ray well, wouldn't have been in that position if Eddie didn't die. Probably not. But you know, Orton Orton's winning the Rumble. Orton should have won that title, but he got popped. For, I think for marijuana or he Eddie, shit in a diva's bag or something. The Eddie death was so unexpected and. It was terrible. So just terrible. And ugh, I, I wish Eddie was still around. I really do. Because he would be all oh, the things he could be, could have been able to do. And I know. It's just sad. But um, yeah, I, you know, I think Dom has. I think Dom is still in the shadow of his father, even though they're separated now and Ray's on SmackDown and Dom's on. Raw, he's still in the shadow. I mean, they're always going to look at him as, okay, that's Ray's son, you know. Whereas, you know, I would argue, you know, somebody like Charlotte Flair, you know, it is Ric Flair's daughter, but she's kind of, you know, she's kind of a star in her own right now. And I think Dom needs to get to that point where, okay, I'm a star in my own right. I'm, you know... I have my own shadow instead of being behind my father's. I think the in-ring too, like Charlotte's just oh, amazing yeah. in the ring. I think yeah. if you just saw at least some, some progress or some skill, I think it, slow it, he's in it. there. It looks like Dom's in there because he's a mysterious kid. That's it. You know, I don't, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, it, his ass, else. His ass belongs at NXT. It does. Yeah. And, and it's not a knock on him, you know. No. It's, it's just, it, it is what it is. He needs that extra skill. He's not there's, there yet. There's know? a lot of better, especially me who I do coverage on NXT. And there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot better uh, in ring wrestlers in NXT than Dom. You know, there, there's. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it fits the story. If he wasn't Rey Mysterio's son, it would make no sense because <laughs> it'd just be some random dude on television. You know, it wouldn't make any sense, but it makes sense for the story. So you kind of have to give it a pass. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. And you know what? It's working. It is. I agree. Listen, I'm not. I agree. The story, the story's saving his lackluster in ring performances. You know, oh, like yeah. the story's good, and the story seems to be picking up because who, 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 
who are the OC going to bring in female wise to help combat Rhea? That's a good question. I mean, I'm thinking Beth Phoenix, but at the same time, at the same time, I don't know how that makes sense because where's Edge? You know, (laughs) wouldn't Edge and Beth come back at the same time? They still took Edge out. They took Edge out. So maybe listen, maybe that could happen, and you know. Just because there's two war games at Survivor Series doesn't necessarily mean we're not going to get traditional Survivor Series matches. Like the five on five. Oh, no, we're not getting that. We're not getting that. No, the war games is replacing that. Right, but. I think we're getting a five on five elimination. I I think the war games. The point of the war games was to kind of freshen up Survivor Series because it was just kind of getting stale with the elimination matches and it didn't really, you know, no one really cared about it anymore. War games kind of saved Survivor is saving Survivor Series. So I don't think we're getting any elimination matches. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. I'm I'm looking at how it's being, I guess, how the stories are going. Because obviously they're they're pushing bloodline, and I guess what Sheamus like I mean it's yeah brawling brutes and maybe uh, I don't know who else you'd stick in there maybe um <laughs> I was just about to say Logan Paul but I think that I don't think that's I think um I don't know maybe See, Drew. I, I, you know, yeah, Drew. I mean, there's Drew, there's Bray. No, um, yeah, maybe Bray. I, I, I think they had. They're going down a different path with Bray. I don't know what path that might be, but we'll find out. Maybe he has his own faction himself, and maybe it's Bray's faction against Roman's faction, and the brawling brutes are just doing something else. But yeah. So, so then, who about. do you? So then, who would you? If Survivor Series is, I guess. It's what next month? Yeah, next month. So who's who's in the war games? Is it the bloodline and whoever they're feuding with? Or is it yeah. gonna be the OC plus versus Judgment Day? I don't think I, I wouldn't put that that in a war games because you know I, I don't know. Because, because you could do, I would put Bloodlines. Bloodlines a top faction in WWE. I would put them in the War Games. Make War Games feel like a big deal. I don't know if the OC and Judgment Day main. I mean, because the War, the Men's War Games is probably going to main event the show. I can't see it being OC and Judgment Day. I just can't see that being the main event. I see Bloodline against. Maybe Bray Wyatt, like a Bray Wyatt faction. I could see, you know, uh, maybe. And this is exactly what we were talking about earlier. How we have no fucking idea. And it's amazing because it's like, it could be anything. And there's still so much time because we still have Crown Jewel. So who even knows what's going to happen, you know, in two Saturdays from now. That's going to shape up Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. I mean... 
the women's one, I have a good feeling of what it's going to be. It's probably going to be damage control. Um, maybe add a few more members. Maybe Andy Hartwell put her in there. Um, yeah, but damage control took out Bianca. Damage control took out Candice. You know, Indy and Candice have that true have true. that relationship. I... It's and see, it's I feel like you're going to have to grab. You know, like you said it. Uh, I think last week, toxic attraction, damage control, and toxic attraction. I thought Bianca, so. I mean, is but who does Roy even have? Or do you put Nikki Cross because she looks to be a heel? You could put Nikki Cross with damage. There's just so it's so, so many, many combinations you could do. I thought they were bringing toxic attraction, but Mandy just won the retained the title, and so one year. One year as NXT Women's Champion, Mandy Rose. It's unbelievable the run she's on, but I don't know what they're. I I really don't know what they're waiting for. They need to bring them up. I mean, Raw needs it. SmackDown needs it. I I keep saying this. They need Becky back. They need Charlotte back. They need to get Sasha and Naomi back in the fold. And they need them back. This may sound fucked up, but do we even really need Naomi? If you want the tag team to be I mean, something. Yeah, but you know what you got to do? Um, after after all this, you got to put Naomi with, uh, with the bloodline. Put her with Jay, you know, and, and, and that's yeah. how she came back because Roman runs things, you know, and I don't know. There's so many ways to work it and it could even push the Jimmy and Jay dissension that you're seeing to where Roman did Roman did Jay uh, Roman did Jimmy the favor, you know, got you, his wife back and yeah, Jimmy's like, could, hey, Jay, yeah. you know, you got to chill. You know, you got you to chill being such a hothead. So. I think so, if Sasha so much so much you could do. But I think if Sasha and Naomi come back, they're gonna want to remain as a tag team and go for those belts. Because they they've been they've been a duo, especially since they left WWE. They're doing everything together. You know, so I think they come in together as a tandem. I could see that. We have a uh, we have a comment from Ladarius. Uh, hold on a second. Let me just try to write down the time. Uh, Ladarius is saying that the bloodline has to be part of war games. Call up some town from NXT like Indy Hartwell and the team of Katana Chance and Caden Carter. The main rosters need help like yesterday. Yeah, the the women's division right now is very stagnant. Um, I mean, part part of that is due to Becky being out, Charlotte being out, you know, Sasha and Naomi being gone. But Ladarius is right; they need to bring up some women from NXT. Maybe Nikita Lyons and oh yes, bring her. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Toxic Attraction. Bring her up. I'll let her pay me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I get Chase and Carter is a good one too. I just watched them last night. So 
they need to start building it up. I mean, Nikki Cross coming back is a good start, but yeah, need to get a little deeper than that. Where is do uh, do drop? If Nikki's back, the last time I heard she was in NXT. Why? Why? She was good for the main roster. Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't, she's not off the main roster. I okay. just think, you know, they've been doing things on NXT. They've been bringing main roster people up. A hell, our truth was on the show last night. Um, I saw, I saw a clip of that. Not really, not a clip, but like I flashed by and I saw our truth was on. I, I, I love me some R Truth. He was on Raw too on Monday, and now he's on NXT. He's going to be on NXT again next week. So at least they're using him. He's an entertaining guy. Um, yeah, especially if there's no twenty four seven title anymore. Oh, get, you know, God, I, I'm so I, I've never been happier to see that title just not on my screen. It was Is funny Dana, for what it was worth. It was funny for a week, and then it was just like, all right. I was like, okay, it's the end of this. How many years but, was that around for? Because I remember Mick oh, Foley introduced it. it. Six years. Six years? What? Yeah. Yeah, I think he introduced it in 2016 or maybe 2017. So five what? or six years. Really? Yeah. I think so. I got to look this up. I think it has been that long. I have to look this up. Because last time Mick Foley was GM. Was in 2016. I'm on. I'm on the wiki. I think Dana Brooke is still the champion. I, probably. Okay. No. So it wasn't when. All right. So it wasn't when he, Foley was commissioner, but they they did have him unveil it only because it was 24 seven, and they were trying to probably hype it up like the hardcore title. But it was 2019 uh, after the Money whoa, in the Bank. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Because I, I, I was going to be like, six, if, if it was six years, our truth would have been like a the first 1,000th time ever 24-7 champion. I guess I forgot when he came back and did that. I thought he was still a GM or whatever. But, but you yeah, know, that's I'm how just, bad it was. Oh, God. It's so bad. I mean, they like one or two segments I remember that were really good. I think Drake Maverick was in it with R Truth. They tried to make, make it interesting, but oh god, it was just terrible after that. The, the skits were funny, like Drake Maverick yeah. losing the title at his wedding. Like that, that, that shit was, was probably funny. the only funny. That, that that one was good, but but that's that's what it should have been. Just like skits for like TikTok, you know. Twitter put on their Instagram page, but you know, I went to a couple of Raws in uh, the Prudential Center, which I have to say, after being there one time, it's the biggest piece of shit that I've ever fucking been to. It's absolutely terrible. It makes sense why, yeah, it makes sense why the Devils play there because the place is absolutely fucking garbage. You know, I couldn't. Don't don't waste your money. Don't waste your money going. The, the staff is rude. People do whatever the hell they want. People were standing in front of me. I'm like, I can't see. Can you ask him to sit? She said, you know, this attendant was like, I can't do that. I'm like, what is your job? Like, yeah, like what, are what, are you, so what are you doing here? 
Yeah. And then, you know, that's when they were doing the whole 24-7 thing where they were running through the crowd, being chased. I'm like, Ugh. it's Carmella. But, like, it, it oh my God, I forgot about her. was okay at that point. But it was right. just totally unnecessary. And it should have been, like, a TikTok, you know, a social media thing to where, you know, someone gets surprised and they lose it. And then it gets a couple of thousand views, and that's that. I don't. I didn't mind it for just the talent that had nothing to do, and kind of were just sitting and catering. At least they had something to do. Yeah, but some talent that was involved in it never should have been involved in it. Yeah, I mean, it was just ridiculous. You know, but like you um, have nothing for Jeff Hardy at the time. Oh God, I when I saw that happen, I just I almost just cringed. It was just so bad. Um, but yeah. I mean, now we have a no WWE, and then we have AEW Dynamite tonight. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Wow, tonight's Wednesday. I, uh... I totally forgot that it was Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you'll be doing live coverage for for AE dubs. And yeah. being that there's, you know, nothing on for me tonight. And the Yankees broke my heart. And, you know, yeah. they're home recuperating. I'm going to watch the final two episodes of The Watcher. Because... And I don't know if you heard my wife in the background, but she echoed my statement by saying, and I quote, you damn right, bitch. So clearly <laughs> you guys know who makes the decisions in this house. Um, <laughs> not me. So AEW tonight, um, you're going to be, and I've been slacking because we haven't, we haven't been using our banners, but let me throw it up there. Let me do a little switcheroo. Um Sal will be live tweeting as he does for all of the main shows, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, even on Sundays. Sal is on the Wrestle Inc. uh, Twitter handle and he will be live tweeting AEW and it would probably be the most entertaining thing you do on Wednesdays if you are watching AEW because... You know, hasn't really been up to par since everything. So, what are you looking forward to, Sal, tonight with uh, um, AEW? <laughs> FTR is going to be on there, which I I always love when FTR is on TV because they don't get a lot of television time for 
whatever reason that might be, I have the ex Tony Khan. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not have the best tag team wrestling on TV regularly. So that'll be nice. They're going against uh, Swerve and Keith Lee. So that should be a good match. Should be the match of the night. You got an AEW title match for whatever reason. Um, John Moxley is going against Penta. Why Penta is getting a title match, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> but we're going to have it. I thought I thought wins and losses mattered. I thought the oh, whole not point anymore to AEW. Of, no. Did Penta win his championship contender match or his championship no. eliminator match? No. Tony Khan woke up the other day and said, you know what? We need a title match. So we're going to get getting, a title match tonight. I'm getting... I'm getting triggered uh, because is, yeah. Let's give Penta a title match. Why not? I used to travel to work in the city. And yeah. when I would do that, I wouldn't have the luxury of, you know, what I'm able to do while I work from home. So when I did work in the city, I would listen to busted open radio Via the Sirius XM app mm-hmm. on my cell phone. And I like Dave LaGreca. I like, you know, Bully. They have a great cast. They have Tommy mm-hmm. Dreamer. They have Mark Henry. They have Gabby, who is like their producer, who does her own segment on, I guess, women's wrestling. It's been quite a while since I've listened to a full show. But you would think that they were the PR uh, people for Tony Khan because this motherfucker is always on th- this show all the time and it's almost like m- my guy you're the owner of the company like who cares what Eric Bischoff is saying about your stories and how you're booking it why <laughs> are you focused why are you folk I forgot about it until you mentioned Tony Khan I was like I don't want to talk about this but here we are I don't understand why this guy is so focused on everybody outside of the company, but not the ones within the company. Who cares what Triple H is doing? Who cares what Eric Bischoff is saying? If you are on the right path as you say you are, then continue to do your thing. Continue to move on. Don't worry about what other people are saying, whether they're right or wrong. He loves... He lives on Twitter. He lives on Twitter. He lives on the internet. And he wants to know what everybody is saying. And not even, he wants to know what the dirt sheets are saying. He wants to know what the wrestling news sites are saying. He wants to know what ex talent and certain legends in the business are saying. And if I'm him, you know, just focus on you, you know, focus on you and your company. Yeah. Take advice. You know, I'm not saying don't take advice. You listen to these people that are giving you advice. They're legends of the business, but God, you know, like anybody that has anything critical to say, he wants to just attack them. Like it's Eric Bischoff. I think he, he's been in the trenches. He knows wrestling. He knows what's going on. And I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. just, you know what Bischoff should do? Um, it's funny. Um, in a fantasy football league, and my team is absolutely terrible. 
I'm like one in six. So mm. I talk shit. I have fun, whatever. There's this other kid, same record. And he just talks like he thinks he knows everything when his mm. record says otherwise. So my brother-in-law, every time he talks shit, he'll just go one in six. Now it's two and six because the kid won last week. But no matter what he says, like whoever he says, this this player is better than the other one. All my brother-in-law goes is two and six. Anytime Tony Khan rebuttals to Eric Bischoff, Eric Bischoff should only say 83 weeks. 83 weeks until you could beat the main show, Monday Night Raw, for 84 weeks. Then you could clap back. But until then, sit he in said chair. That. Eric Bischoff has said that so many times, and it just doesn't get in his brain. I mean, it, Tony's just, I, I don't know, he, he doesn't take criticism very well. He just doesn't. And yeah, he has to. I mean, you know, you you got to take criticism. You know, criticism is going to come. You're the owner of a major company. You're going to be criticized. And if, well, you know. You know, it's like when Paul Heyman criticizes, you listen. You know, because he, regardless of what happened in the end with ECW, he knows his shit. He knows this business. He's been around his entire <laughs> life. The reason Eric why he's still in it, yeah, and he's and he's Paul Hammond is still in the business and he's still relevant, which is crazy, because in two thousand and two, twenty years ago is when he debuted as a manager for Brock, and you know what? Twenty years later, he was still working with Brock as his manager, and now he's with Roman. He mm-hmm. surrounds himself with main guys because he's smart. And he knows what he's talking about. He knows the business. He gets it. Bischoff is the same way. You know, he tried to get a job in WWF. He was told, interview this broom, pal. You know, interviewed a broom. Didn't get the job. Went to WCW. Became president. Ran Nitro. Blank check. Signed everybody. He beat McMahon, Vince McMahon, 83 weeks in a row. It took a chair shot from Stone Cold and a one-two-three with Mankind pinning the rock to break that streak and for WWF to take off and eventually buy out, you know, WCW. So Bischoff tried to put Vince out of business, went to work for Vince for years, left, went to TNA. Not to try to do the same thing by putting Vince out of business, but he tried to make TNA more relevant. He got <laughs> TNA on Monday nights for a little bit, you know, until they got stomped. Left TNA, went back to WWE, went into the Hall of Fame, did some shit with AEW, came back to WWE. So Bischoff knows what he's talking about. If Bischoff is going to say something, I'm going to listen and I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm like, fuck this guy, but I'm going to start writing it down. I'm like, but you know what? He's right. I mean, uh, right this, because- this recent criticism is, you know, Eric Bischoff is saying, you know, why are these, some of these matches happening? They make no sense, you know, and Tony clapped back and said, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
it, to Eric Bischoff kind of did the same thing as being a hypocrite. You know, he kind of put on matches that made no sense either. But guess what? His <laughs> the matches that Eric Bischoff put on, yeah, maybe they were random at times, but they drew a lot more money and drew a lot more ratings than you did. So yeah, and something to be said about that. I mean, that it, it was Eric Bischoff a perfect booker a perfect president no i mean he he had a lot of problems but you know let's not let's not forget all the great things he did yeah and that was 20 years ago you know like just because it worked back then doesn't mean it's working currently now no so if bischoff who did this in the past and sees Tony doing it, and it's like this isn't working. That's when he's going to say something. It's not. I don't listen. I didn't hear the full criticism that Bischoff said, but I don't know. Did he say that this never ever works in wrestling and this never should be done, or that it's not working right now? That it doesn't make any sense because you said it too yourself. D. Uh, <laughs> whoops, John Moxley versus. Penta for the for, for the title, oh. it's out of nowhere. It's it like makes no why? Sense. Will it good be a good match? Probably, but who cares? <laughs> I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, it's a cold title match. You just gave Penta a title match for what? He, uh, he's the trios champion right now. Why is he in a world title match? I don't. I don't get it, but. There's a lot of things that AEW does that I just don't get, and I just I'm just tired of trying to figure out <laughs> why certain things are being done. Well, I guess you're lucky enough that you get to tweet about it <laughs> later I mean, tonight. It should be it should be a good show. I mean, will it make you know all the sense in the world? No, but you know. You take the bad with the good. Yeah. And you know what? You had last Wednesday off because they were on Tuesday. Yeah. So maybe, 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 you know, they're not going out of the park tonight. Who knows? Because, and, yeah, and that's know. what, and that's what we want. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm critical on AEW, it's not because I'm a WWE drone. It's because I, I call out shit that just doesn't make sense. Like mm-hmm. what we said about Nikki Cross. Bitch came out looking like Sandra D from from Greece. Like I don't know what the Tell hell. me about it, stud. Dropping on people. It's like, who is she? And then, you know, she's on top of Bailey, on top of Bianca. We still don't know who she is. And then I think maybe the camera guy messed up because it looked I don't like know what happened. we were supposed to see when she was on the on the turnbuckle, see like her face, see her jump. Her hair was in the way. Yeah, like everything was, listen, not the best, and we're critical about that. You know, hopefully, you know, tonight, everybody loves AEW like they love the Acclaimed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) everybody loves the Acclaimed. I hope the Acclaimed are on tonight. I don't know. I didn't see if they were, but I'm sure they'll pop up. Good. Hopefully they do, and uh, I mean... Looking at my notes, which I don't have many, but I 
think we covered majority of the topics that we wanted to discuss yeah. today. I mean, most of it was punk, and obviously that's that kind of the big bigger story going around right now. So yeah, it, we'll see where what happens with it, that. It's interesting. Yeah, you know, it's very Absolutely. interesting. It's I like I said, come Survivor Series time, Royal Rumble time. Oh boy, buckle up, buckle up, buckaroo. Um, mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, alrighty, well, I appreciate you know everyone listening. We had a great show. Mm-hmm. We will be back next Wednesday. To where we were doing a crown jewel, crown jewel uh, preview, and we'll do our predictions like we normally do. Yes, and you know, we hope to see you guys there. So, take care. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever podcast you listen to, we're there. So, take care. We'll see you later. See you later. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.